What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews, exclusively here as always on the Casa D18 Studios channel. I, of course, am your host, the Renegade J.J. Williams, and today is the first day that we leave the Universal Monsters behind. We've closed that book. We've talked about Dracula, Frankenstein, the Bride of Frankenstein, the Wolfman, the Creature from the Black Lagoon. Now we're going to move on to other horror films. And the first one we're going to discuss as we round out the month is 1959's House on Haunted Hill, starring Vincent Price, Carol Omart, Richard Long, Alan Marshall, Carolyn Craig, Alicia Cook, Julie Mitchum, Leona Anderson, and Howard Hoffman. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for joining me here once again for another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews. Like I said during the introduction, we've officially closed the book on the Universal Monsters, and we're going to take a look at some other horror films to round out the month. And you can't talk about classic horror without at least doing something Vincent Price related. And today we're going to talk about the film of his that, aside from Edward Scissorhands, I know him the best for, House on Haunted Hill. And as our movie opens, we meet the eccentric millionaire, Frederick Loren, Vincent Price, who has invited five people to a party that he is throwing for his fourth wife, Annabelle. The party is being thrown in an allegedly haunted house. And as a prize, Frederick has promised each party attendee $10,000 if they stay the entire night in the house after the doors are locked at midnight. The invited guests are test pilot Lance Schroeder, newspaper columnist Ruth Bridges, Dr. David Trent, a psychiatrist who specializes in hysteria, Nora Manning, who works for one of Frederick Loren's companies, and Watson Pritchard, who's the home's owner. All the attendees are strangers to both the Lorenz and each other, with their only commonality being their lust for money. Now, the Lorenz have a very tense relationship ever since Frederick has been convinced that Annabelle tried to poison him in order to acquire his wealth. Annabelle somewhat evasively denies his accusations, attributing his suspicions to both paranoia and jealousy. Now, Watson Pritchard believes that the house is genuinely haunted by the ghosts of those that have been murdered within the home including his very own brother. Watson claims to have spent one night at the home prior and that he was almost dead when he was found the next morning. Frederick has Watson give a tour of the house, including the basement, which contains a vat of acid, which was used by a previous resident in order to kill his wife. When Lance and Nora remain behind 
to further explore the basement, Lance ends up locked in an empty room and struck in the head, while Nora is confronted by a menacing ghost. Annabelle privately warns Lance that her husband is plotting something and that she suspects him of murdering both his second and third wives after the first wife disappeared. All of the attendees gather downstairs and are told the rules of the party. Frederick then gives each guest a loaded 45 caliber pistol for their protection. Nora decides that she does not want to stay, but the caretakers leave five minutes early, locking the doors and removing the option of leaving early from Nora and the other guests. After hearing a scream, Lance and David find Annabelle's corpse, suspended to suggest that she hung herself. But the absence of a perch immediately arouses suspicions of murder. Lance is then confronted by Nora, who tells him that someone strangled her and left her for dead. In light of Annabelle's warnings, both of them begin to suspect Frederick. Lance tells Nora to remain out of sight. That way, her attacker will think that she's dead. Now, in order to survive the night, Lance and David propose that everyone just stay in their rooms and shoot anyone that enters. Thus, the innocents have no reason to leave their room. And the killer must stay put or ends up admitting guilt. Nora is chased from her room into the basement by Annabelle's ghost. And aroused by the ghostly sounds, David concludes that the killer is about and proposes that he and Frederick split up and search the house. Lance ends up discovering a secret room at the end of the second floor hall, but once he enters, the door shuts behind him, trapping him. Instead of searching the house, David meets with Annabelle, who faked her death using a hanging harness and sedatives. Secretly lovers, David and Annabelle have orchestrated the various mishaps in order to manipulate Nora into killing Frederick. Nora sees Frederick enter the basement with a gun in his hand, shoots him, and flees. Once Nora leaves, David slips in in order to dispose of Frederick's body in the vat of acid when the lights mysteriously go out. When Annabelle walks into the basement, to confirm her husband's death, a skeleton rises from the acid, accuses her of murder in Frederick's voice, and shoves her into the vat of acid. Frederick then emerges from the shadows, holding a puppeteer control unit that he used to manipulate the skeleton, revealing that he knew of their plot all along. Afterwards, Nora, Watson, and Ruth 
release Lance from the secret room. Nora tells them that she shot Frederick, and when they arrive in the cellar, Frederick explains that he loaded Nora's gun with blanks, and that his wife and David had plotted to kill them, and that both of them have since met their demise in the vat of acid. Frederick says that he is ready for justice to decide if he's innocent or guilty, while Watson remains convinced that the house is haunted, with David and Annabelle added to its roster of ghosts and convinced that he will be the next victim. Growing up when I did, I knew Vincent Price from two things. Edward Scissorhands and the voice on Thriller doing the rap at the end of the song. I take that back three things. Egghead on the 60s Batman TV show. It wasn't until my teens, maybe even my early 20s, that I first saw some of Vincent Price's horror films. House on Haunted Hill, The Fly, House of Wax, etc. Some of the other stuff he's done. But this one was the first of his horror films that I saw. And so it's always held kind of a special place in my heart. You know, the first one is always going to be that sentimental favorite for you. You know, Child's Play 3 was the first of the Chucky series that I saw in theaters. And while it's definitely not my favorite, it holds a soft spot for me. Halloween H2O, first one of the Halloween series I saw in theaters. Again, in comparison, is it the best in the series? No, not at all. But it holds a soft spot to me because it's the first one I saw in theaters. This is the first Vincent Price horror film that I saw. And while cheesy in some of its effects, again, it's a product of the time. You got to look at it through a 1959 lens. And I think it was a great whodunit type of mystery going on because on the surface you see these five strangers and then obviously the Lorenz husband and wife and you're like why why are these five random people here even Annabelle asks why didn't we invite our friends why these people and then as the plot unfolds and, you know, the caretakers leave early and then Annabelle is found hung and we discover that her and David are in on all this together and they're trying to get rid of Frederick so that Annabelle can obtain his wealth and then marry David. And all these layers of this whodunit, this mystery, just compounded on top of each other. And then you find out that Frederick being as intelligent as he is, knew about this all along. And of course, stayed one step ahead of them so that he 
was the one holding all the cards in the game. He was prepared to get them. And normally, once you see some people get killed like that, you're like, oh, man, that dude needs to go to jail. He just killed those folks. But once again, much like I talked about with our Universal Monsters, you sympathize with Frederick. He was smart enough to beat them at their own game. So it's self-defense. You know, if, if this goes to trial, he got them before they could get him. He knew they were trying to kill him. There's all these other witnesses that have seen the shenanigans going on at the house. He's going to win and get off as a self-defense. And you kind of feel like Annabelle and David deserved it at the end of the day. Such a good whodunit, part mystery, part thriller, part horror. Such a good film. When it comes to my rating of this one, I, I easily give it four and a half out of five. There's definitely some things that get lost on first viewing. Thankfully, I've seen this many times, so I can pick out the things now as they're really going on. But the first time watching it through, you almost have to rewind it back and then watch it again afterwards to see how things really unfolded and how the seeds were planted to, to make it all make sense. The four and a half out of five stars, just a great film. Vincent Price at his best, in my personal opinion. I'm sure in future episodes and as we go down the road here on Renegades Reviews, we will definitely revisit more Vincent Price films. It's the only one we're really doing this year aside from his vocal cameo at the end of Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein as the Invisible Man. Highly, highly, highly recommend you seek this film out. It is in the public domain. I am 99.9% .9 positive it is on YouTube and you can find it complete there. Watch it, you know, seek it out on some of those collections I have one of those 50 horror movie box sets. This is included in there, along with Little Shop of Horrors, which we're going to get into in a couple days, along with Night of the Living Dead, which we're going to get into in a few days, along with Nosferatu, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, Hunchback of Notre Dame, Phantom of the Opera, and White Zombie, which we all covered towards the beginning of the month. All those movies are in that one 50-movie box set. So what is that? Dr. Jekyll, Nosferatu, White Zombie, Hunchback, Phantom, House on Haunted Hill, Little Shop, Night of the Living Dead. That's eight of the 50. That's almost one-fifth of the collection right there that we've covered this month or will cover within the next couple days. I can't recommend that set enough. Google it. Look for it on Amazon. It's got the Phantom on the cover. It's just called 50 Horror Movies. 
again, the four and a half out of five stars for House on Haunted Hill. What do you guys think of the House on Haunted Hill? Those of you that have seen it, let me know. If you're watching the premiere, leave your thoughts and comments over here. If you're watching on demand later in the day, leave your thoughts and comments down here. Whatever you do, though, when we get out there on social media, let's try to get those hashtags trending. Hashtag Casa Diotine Studios. Hashtag Renegades Reviews. Hashtag Renegade Returns. And, of course, the ever-popular hashtag shenanigans. Merchandising. Merchandising? What's that? Merchandising. Come, I'll show you. Merchandising, merchandising, where the real money's made. Make sure you guys tune in tomorrow, right back here on the Casa D18 Studios channel for another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews when we take a look at what is arguably the original slasher film, 1960, Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho, starring Anthony Perkins, Vera Miles, Janet Lee, John Gavin, Martin Balsam, John McIntyre, Simon Oakland, Frank Albertson, and Pat Hitchcock. You're not going to want to miss out on that one tomorrow. Right back here on the Casa D18 Studios channel. Right back here on Renegades Reviews when we discuss, like I said, what is considered by many the original slasher film, Norman Bates' Psycho. To all my loyal fans and viewers out there tuning in for the premiere, leaving your thoughts and comments over here. Thank you very much. I greatly appreciate each and every one of you. Likewise, all my loyal fans and viewers out there tuning in a little bit later in the day, watching on demand, leaving your thoughts and comments down here. Thank you very much. I greatly appreciate each and every one of you. I appreciate all my loyal fans and viewers out there who tune in on a regular basis. Show me that love. Show me that support. Going back to the archives, unearthing those old episodes of Renegade Wrestling, Dads on Wrestling, the original run of Renegade's Reviews, After the Bell with Jeff Meacham, Stat Boy Rants. Like I said, going back in the archives, re-watching all those things for me, trying to help boost up my viewership hours so I can eventually get monetized, make some money on this. Thank you very much to each and every one of you who joined me and tuned in today, and I will see you guys next time.